one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to our weekly episode of Flats and Shanks. I am Tom Shanklin. And I am Die Flats, alright Tom? Yeah, um, loving the music in the background. Is it your tape? Ambiance. Ambiance. Is it your tape? Who uses tapes, mate? What? Is, I it, had, my, um, is it my CD? But who uses CDs? I had a classic car. Is it my download? Tommy, I had a classic car, alright, a while ago. I say classic, old. And I had to sell it. Um... Which I hadn't sold it, but I did, and it had a tape player in it. And mm. I actually went onto the internet and I got some of my favourite albums in cassette form for like twenty-seven p each, like Dire Straits, Roachford, London Billy Bo- Ocean, London Boys, London Boys, Mini Vanilli, and Salt and Pepper, and got them on. And I used to rock around with no air conditioning, sweating my gooch off, listening to Salt and Pepper. So those are the days, eh? Gone are the days where you used to have to re- hide your radio in your glove box or under your seat. Yeah. Yeah. I had a Beetle first car, and but I probably spiced it up a bit. You can nick those with a tin opener, can't you? I had Pioneer sticker. Whoa. On Steady the back. on, boy. I know. Steady on. Do you want to tell everyone why there's music in the background, Tom? Yeah, well, we are in uh, King's Cross, and we're in a lovely little... Is it a hotel bar? It's a funny place, isn't it? I think it's, it's called GNH Bar, and this... this it's really interesting. It's um, yeah. GNH Bar. Yeah, don't quite... It's not interesting. It's not interesting. It's interesting. It's funny, isn't it? Uh, but it's quite a nice bar, actually. And we said, can we do our podcast? And we have to do it mobile today. They can't turn the music down any further. And we haven't got time to do it anywhere else. So we like to think that part of the appeal of our podcast is that it's kind of mobile and agile and hostile. And it's non-aggressive music in the background. Mm. So hopefully it's just a nice soundtrack to um, our weekly ramblings. But... The reason we're in London, Tommy, is... Is because we are on a team social. MLB management, which is Michelle mm. Hogg, not yeah. Blair, formerly Blair, is taking her four clients out. And we're off to Clue Quest, which apparently is like Krypton Factor. Yeah. 
Although I'm probably more suited to Crystal Maze. <laughs> you are, actually. That's a good point. That's a good and point. And then we're off to Sushi Samba, where you, my friend, will come into your own. Well, those yeah. hips. Uh, yeah, snake hips. And those mobile ankle joints. Um, do you have to dance at Sushi Samba? Please say no. You've got to dance for your food. That's not true, is it? I've never, ever heard of it. I've heard of sushi. I've heard of samba. Because it used to be my favourite ringtone on my Nokia. Never doth the two intertwine. And they've amalgamated. Yeah. Synergised. Permeated. And that's what we're doing. So, I mean, I'm basically coming here with an open mind. You know what I'm like. God, yeah. You are, you are trisexual. Yeah. It's going to be nice, but I'm looking forward to it. Christmas party number three for me, but... Oh, is it? No, I think it's probably number one. I'm just trying to be a lad. But you are not... Let's just be honest with each other. You're not in the best form today, are you? No, probably not, boy. Probably not. I've had a couple of Christmas drinks already. I had one last Thursday. Went to Asador uh, 44. Is it Asador 44? Yeah. Yeah, in Cardiff, just up from the City Arms. We had a lovely lunch. A bit with, of aged steak, was with it? With the lads. And then we were off to a place called Kong's. Have you heard of Kong's? Do you have a Kong's in Bath slash London? Is that Matt, Matt Cairns' bar? We used to call him Kong. <laughs> oh, different reason. <laughs> it's a table tennis bar. Oh. Yeah. What's that? Um, well, I play fruit machines. <laughs> table football. Oh, no, table tennis. So, just absolutely cleaned out the boys. Oh, did you? Well, oh, that's great. my mate, James Rainbird, the wolf, has got one in work, but it's not a full-size table. It's one of those small tables. And yeah. he thought he was like, I don't know, the, the ping father. Yeah. And I bet I said, look, mate, I'll bet you 40 quid. I'll beat you first to 11, two thirds each. Because I knew I was good. Yeah. Do you play left-handed or right? Um, Either. Right. 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 Are you left-footed or right-footed when you kick? Left. Yeah, funny, isn't it? Yeah, interesting. But dominated him 11-2. Easy money, 40 quid. Made him go to the cash point as well. Did you? Go outside the bar. Oh, brilliant. I love that. Then I did Blum. Reese Blumberg, tenner. Pete Leckie, tenner. Reese Blumberg, another tenner. But, you know, I was probably the best in the Welsh camp in my time at Table oh, were you? Yeah. Yeah. You really? The Wall, they used to call me. Wow. Bring the on the walker. Wall! The Night Walker. Yeah, I, I went to school with a guy called Anthony Lickfold, and he, was, he played um, table tennis for Great Britain. And you think, well, how good can you really be at table tennis? And holy moly. Yeah. It is wow. quite something. Actually, when you see someone who's, like, I'm an amateur... But probably Just could make it. Could be pro if you wanted to, but you're busy at the moment. And when you see someone who actually knows what they're doing yeah. and has played to a professional level, OMG. But that was that was Thursday. Really nice day on Friday. Go cool on. Nurse and a hangover. Went to St. David's Hotel, which is in Cardiff Bay. A lot of the rugby teams stay there. Know it well. Madonna often books that out. When I say often, she's probably done it twice when she's played or in once, Cardiff. But yeah, fine. And it was an FAW, so Football Association of Wales, lunch with... Ryan Giggs. Giggsy Wigsy. So, Gennaro were there. Posts. Bubs was there, Gennaro, because one of the principal sponsors of it. Gotcha. Bro Trader, Chris McNamara was there. He's like, Macca. Big he's Mac. like, oh, you and Flats a pair of shoes, don't I? Mention me on the pod. Yeah, he doesn't owe. Uh, Macca, you do not owe us any shoes. We have plenty of shoes, but he is, he is a lovely bloke. And what I found out recently about Macca is that he's into bikes. His motorbikes. And he, I said, can you send me, some, send me a picture of your bike, singular? No, 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 not singular. There are seven of them, and there is, there is a petrol head addiction, there is cars, there is everything, and I now want to move in with him. He's into bikes, beards, glasses, shoes, and funky blazers. Yep, he's the man. 
and booze. Um, so that was really good. Ne- ne- never seen him in any situation looking anything other than the best dressed bloke in the room without trying too hard. Oh no, he tries hard. Oh, but I always think he looks he, great. No, I, I caught him looking at his mirror. No. Got a little pocket mirror. Yeah. Maca. Maca. A little beard comb as well. Maca. A pot of gel. But um, it was really nice. They sat me next to Giggsy, obviously, just because... Welsh legends, know, isn't it? Wow. You've probably got um, more caps than Giggsy, haven't you? We, you sit two sports stars together, you know, they're not going to nause each other. You know, I, I knew he wasn't going to ask me about 05 Grand Slam being sponsored by Reebok, as was um, similarly with him. Come on in, mate. Hi, thank you. We're just, we're, um, we're, dear listeners, we're just receiving a couple of, a brace of flat whites. Thank you. From the man. Thank you very much indeed. Thank very you. Very kind. Thank you. Yeah, but it was, it was really good. So we had some lovely food. The food was at, was fantastic. My first... It was top notch, was my it? My first turkey dinner of the season. Oh, yeah. It was a funky one as well, you know. It was a, a posh one. Was if it? You, if you can get that, yeah. Um, but obviously, the two legends, me and Casey, sat next to each other. Uh, he did a Q&A then on the stage, and just an intimate one for... Before or after yours? Um, I interviewed him. No. A generic bald man <laughs> interviewed him, and I saw <laughs> it looked like you. looked like Phil Steele as well. Uh, but it was brilliant. Like, and to be fair, everyone was asking him questions, but it wasn't on Welsh football. A little bit on the group, qualify um, mm. for Euros, but it was more to do with what's Roy Keane like? What's yeah. Eric Cantona that, like? That's what I'd want to know. He's because he's involved in Salford uh, football team, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, is he one of the guys as well? Yeah, oh, um, right. He's part of. He. I said to him, do you, like, do you still play a little bit of football now and again? Apart from obviously training when you're with the lads, yeah. lads, lads. And he said, yeah, you know, him, Nicky Burt, Scolzi sometimes. You know, I was, I was talking to him like I knew all the guys. Oh, yeah, Scolzi, yeah. What is he like, Scolzi? Oh. They play five-a-side against the Salford youth team. I wonder if they win. Dominate them, like yeah. verbally. Do they? Batter and, <laughs> and skill-wise as well. Yeah. But real real nice chat. Mm. Really. No, I wouldn't say I was surprised, but it was just a nice, relaxed, chat and an insight into him as a coach yeah. and some of the players so good yeah good on him and, and he's just talking sorry just quickly yeah I mean I love saying that don't I you but do yeah he was a little bit about footballers in the UK and you know how the Premier League is just is just possessed with foreigners really and he said the, the problem you've got is that you got all these guys from poorer nations and they've just got the more of a hunger they've got the want the drive to better themselves to better their lives mm. so the want is more you know the they're, they're desperate really? it's desperation for them to make it and he said you, you see that similarly with with kids you know he takes his kids to football uh, one of his boys to football and he said you, you can see it in in some of the kids eyes that have come from nothing they have got the drive and the and the determination because mm. they've come from nothing they have nothing yeah and he said, that is the biggest difference. He said, that's why you're seeing a lot of foreigners in the league because they will just do whatever it takes to make it to that level, to bet themselves, to leave their country, to yeah. have a better life for themselves and their families. Yeah, interesting that. So really, really. That is very interesting. Um, then I, I look back and think, who are the most ferociously driven people I've trained alongside and played alongside? And some of them are from nothing and some of them are from privilege. You know, like... Yeah, I'm not saying it. Yeah, no, you know, it's just interesting. You have both, like Lewis Moody went to a... You know, a top school because he was a top young player, and he might not—he's not posh, but he's—he's he's certainly not from a harsh background. He's got a lovely background, lovely fam, lovely upbringing, and the bloke was an absolute dog. You know, someone like Guy Mercer who got 
sacked off by Bath unceremoniously at the end of last season. Okay, he wasn't a regular sort of first choice player, but he he was posh from Bath, from absolute absolute privilege, but absolutely ferociously hard working. So it, go, it goes both ways. Much like it? yourself, but, mate, when you turned up in your golf GTI. Exactly, when I turned up in my dad's '89 golf. You would happily trail on an ankle if you saw it around the base of a rock. Oh, I'll, I mean, I'll gouge someone who's not looking. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Joke. That's a joke. I mean, yeah. is that a joke? Can we joke about that? Fish hook. No, a fish hook. I didn't, I didn't mean in the eye. I meant in the cheek. So that was a, that was a lovely lunch. I had my dad's seventieth birthday. He's seventy. Big Jim. Big Jim was seventy, and he could still do a job. <laughs> it was really nice. Just, we had it in the Cardiff Blues Gareth Edwards Bar upstairs. So loads of friends and family come over. Mike Roberts, um, who did you get a deal on the clubhouse? Used, is who, that? Yeah. <laughs> Rob Too Good was a DJ. It was just too good, mate. It was too. Was good. he any? Mark Wolf, Wolfie. Did some songs for us. He's brilliant on the guitar. Does loads of stuff with us with the hospitality as well. The Wolfman. But Mike Roberts um, played London Welsh, played Lions. He's been at my dad's 40th, 50th, 60th, 70th. There's lo- loads of people there. John Dawes made an appearance, which was You're lovely. You're joking me? No. I, I, je- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have come to see Big Jim, because you're better than him now. But I would have come to see John Dawes. Big Jim and John Dawes were the centre partnership when he first arrived at London Welsh. So it was wow. great to see... John Dawes, Lions Dorsey. captain, Let's just call him Welsh Dorsey. captain. Call him Dawes. Yeah, he was there. Loads of friends and family. So, what wow. a night. And was then, Phil Bennett there? No, he wasn't. Oh. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, is, he, is he Tom Shanklin's dad now? Because you, you were always son of Jim for years, Sodge. No. I mean, is he a man I'll, always, his own I'll always be son of Jim, mate. You know that. Yeah, I used, to play, I used to play with your father. All the time. I used to play with your father. So that was a late one. And yesterday, sorry to go on a bit though. No, it's I good. Mean, we'll get to you in a bit. But yesterday, I went down to... Alliance Park with mm. Cardiff Blues. So DS Smith, who I work for. Oh, you were on the bus, weren't you? Yeah, we were on the bus. Seven o'clock leave from the Arms Park with Matt Prosser, Shane Boucher. We all went down there. Were you straight on the Blimmin' Lash? Um, no, I had a coffee and croissant and a Christmas sandwich, my first one of the year as well, from Waitrose. You know, everything in there, stuffing, pigs and blankets, turkey. Yeah, at about 20 cranberry. past seven at the services. Yeah, Lush. exactly that. Went down there. We met up with Adrian Marsh, who's DS Smith Group CFO, season... Hackney's brother. Season ticket holder. Jody's <laughs> husband. Season ticket holder. Went down there. But it was, it, was a, it was a lovely day. A long way to go on the bus for what ended up being an anticlimax after 40 minutes. If you're Welsh. But it was just a nice day. A load of supporters there. A few corporates there. Bubs came. Um, John O'Pritch came. Oh, the blooming lads. Guests of DS Smith. Thing is, you, we got the back seats, we got the tables. You know, you want to get me out of there, you got to fight me. Yeah, and then and you have you, to be. You got to be at it, haven't you? Superhero. You got to be at it because you are three times stronger than the average man. Um, but Lucy but, Ray and her team sorted us out some food before. Oh, the NBN in the crew, Fez club. Yeah, they're all Legends. there walking around, looking gorgeous. Legends, men and women, of course. Um, you you didn't plan it very well, though, did you? Because you got on a bus back to Cardiff last night, and then I. I met you at before 9am this morning at Paddington, 9am this morning as opposed to 9am the evening, 9am today um, at Paddington. So you went all the way back and all the way back again. So you're a bit of a muppet. But being a seasoned tourist as you are, Dave, you know the best times on the bus. Yeah. I would just go on a, if it was a, up to me for my for a social, I'd just get on a bus and just drive well, for eight hours. Were you on Justice's stag? I'll oh, make Justice. No. I was in Cardiff. No, I, I was away as well. On God, I think I was in England too. I was going to mention <laughs> it, but watching someone else play for England again. And um, he, he got a rugby team bus to Cardiff, from Bath to Cardiff, 
got on the blimmin' lash, um, and then got a rugby t- rugby tour bus to bring her back, team bus to bus trip. Perfect, genius. Perfect. As long as you've got a toilet on, sometimes don't even need a toilet. Yeah, a couple of tables. It's got to have MP3 facility though, because you've got to be able to play music. Yeah. But you know all the songs. You know every song. I could never remember anything. A terrible voice, though. Luckily, Blumberg was on the bus on the way home. He could and sing. He helped. Remember at Gethin Carl Jenkins, Kruger helped a bit as well. Remember at Gethin Jenkins' testimonial dinner at the Shard, I was standing with uh, Blum, and we were chatting for a while, and Joe Marlowe was there, and he came over and had a chat with Joe Marlowe, and he was talking to Joe, and he's like, oh, Joe this and Joe that, and he walked off, and Joe was, play with and Joe was years like, ago. Mate, who's that guy? Who is that bloke? I said, oh, don't you know him? And he's like, he goes, he's talking like my best mate. I've never met him before. I've don't rec- I've got no idea who he is. I was like, mate, you played hooker with you for two years at wherever it was, I don't know, Blackheath or wherever it was. He was like, oh, yeah. Was he any good? No, he was terrible, but he talked it up. Talked a really good team talk and then was rubbish. Blum could have made it as a professional road player. If had, been had it not been for a, a weak ticker. Yeah, had not, it not literally. But just just P-Heart. Just didn't have the heart. P-Heart. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to? Not a lot. Uh, so many people have been telling me your, your social media posts how much weight you've lost so well done you I'm still I'm still heavy don't worry about that um, I've been I did a on Thursday I went down to, for my first Christmas lunch actually down at Sandy Park uh, Executive Chiefs so sat um, went with Tony Rowe got me down there the boss man to host the Christmas lunch and it's actually for the Exeter Chiefs Foundation and for Wooden Spoon so they have this event and it's just I won't go on and on about it. It was lovely, but what I would say is it's Thursday afternoon and it's 12 till 6, right? So it's not it's a long lunch. Punchy. And they've got Jack Knoll, who's injured, fair enough. Phil Dolman, who's playing, then a couple of days later. They've got Harry Williams, who's fit and didn't end up playing, but was playing. Alec Hepburn, who's playing two days later. And those boys were there start to finish. No complaints. They were there early. They were dressed immaculately. They'd all four of them did Q&As. They were on great form. They absolutely bought in. On the same table, I was with Jack Knoll and Nick White as well was there. Never got to know him before, but all the lads down there say he's a great guy and what wicked company he was. On the same table as Tony Rowe. And it's like, in, I just, I remember, and no names here because that is actually not fair. And I've only got experience of one club in this sense. But I remember when I finished playing at Bath, and I wasn't anything to do with player appearances and whatever. That was, a, that was the commercial department. But I remember being in the office once and somebody walking in and complaining, not a player, one of the staff complaining quite aggressively that one of the players, one of the key players, shouldn't have to go and do a player appearance a day after a game. And what this player had to do at 10.30 in the morning was go and start a kid's 1K charity run in a field, like in a park. Yeah, so nothing... That right. intense. Day, day after a game. And there was absolutely kicking off. He's not happy. We're not happy. And then another player saying, can't do that after a game, and all that sort of stuff. And he was like, the third one we asked, the first two wouldn't do it. And there are some very good lads there and at every rugby club. And it just so happens the people I'm talking about are no longer there. But I remember thinking, what Matt a, Powell. What, Matt Powell's the worst guy in the world. What a crappy attitude. And then I go to Chiefs and I'm just like, I'm sure there are lads there that can't be asked either because it's, it's a rugby club. But like just, just great boys and it was a really nice atmosphere anyway so we raised a bit of money and it was really nice and on then I was from Exeter back up to the city back up to London on Friday for an MBN event and we had a it was busy one so it was a comedy Christmas lunch and I'm not there for the comedy obviously that's the other guys but we had a, a inter, an interview with uh, Matthew Hoggard and Steve Harmison how were they? yeah Grievous Bodley Harmison uh, 
wicked blokes. <laughs> like all, all six of these guys, wild. wicked guys. By the way, not wild. Yeah, not wild. Yeah, you know, you know, if you'd got them on last, they would have been ten bottles down because they would they were just having a really good time. Yeah, and just okay. suit, I said to Steve Harmison, anything you want to talk about in particular, like, anything goes. Don't care. What about Hoggard? Anything goes. Don't care. Really? Yeah. Do what you want, mate. So what, what I wanted to ask was, is Kevin Peterson a bell end? And I just couldn't. In the end, their stories were so long, we didn't have time. We had to cut it. So we did that. And then we had um, Michael Owen and Emil Heskey. And Michael Owen, we all feel like we know because he's on telly all the time. He was great value. He was really, really nice. And he was kind of, you'd expect him to be good. And he was good. Put on a bit of timber, though, I noticed in the photo. Yeah, but he's still a small guy. Yeah. He's still a small guy. But he looks like Jason Manford. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you forget he won Ballon d'Or when he was like twelve. Wow! I mean, but then Emil Heskey, you, we don't hear a lot from, and he's not. It's interesting because everyone said the same thing. While he wasn't electrically funny or crazy or anything like that, or loose or drunk or anything like that, he is just the most gorgeous bloke. It's like honestly, like you cannot not love him after thirty seconds. It came off, and all the people were like, "How nice is Emil Heskey?" Everyone saying the same thing, and it was like, "Emil, you don't know who I am." I don't expect you to know who I am, but you're now my favourite footballer. Obviously, except Peter Beersley and John Barnes. Um, and we had Will Greenwood and Mike Tyndall, who are just class acts and yeah, loose. seasoned. Just, have you Very seen, good. have you ever seen the clip of Michael Owen and a young trainee footballer taking on Nether Southall in goal? And it's a competition. Oh, well uh, done, mate. He's 18 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. It's yeah, so yeah. funny. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Michael Owen is just absolutely pissing himself. He's taken the piss hugely yeah. out of this football. I'm going to find it. I'm going to retweet it. It's that funny. Do that. And also the um, Dubai helicopter thing with Michael Owen. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Mate, it's the best thing on the internet. But he's obviously knows what he's doing with his chat or is that him being no, serious? I think he's come on a lot since then and I think that okay. was him being serious. That was early doors, was it? First yeah, appearance. Early doors, early doors. In the media. So that, that was that was lovely. And then I commentated on Chiefs against Gloucester, which was supposed to be a brilliant game, and it was actually rubbish. Gloucester, Gloucester did really, really well, by the way, but for 50 minutes, it was just largely dross. Exeter, really strange, strangely poor. Yeah, which we're going to get to in um, a bit. Yeah, we'll get to that. And then, uh, did a, then I did a, uh, I did an a, a, uh, appearance with Nolly yesterday, being Sunday, for Quilter. Um, Noddy. Noddy. Oh, well done. Um, so that's nice, just, you know... Hanging out with uh, why does hanging Nod- out the fam, yeah? Why does Noddy wear a bell on his hat? Don't know. You have to watch Cemetery Junction for that, guys and girls. I've watched it, but I can't remember. That's uh, a swear word. It's because oh, because he's a... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Steve All right. Spears. All right, good on you. Yeah, on Cemetery Junction. Good on you. It's one of my favourite jokes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Heineken Champions Cup slash Challenge Cup weekend. Yes. Enjoy it? Yeah, I did. There was some there was some really good stuff. I love watching um I like watching Toulouse play well. I like watching Racing against Leicester. It was a really good game. But I, I was down at, as I said, at Sandy Park, expecting that to be a great game, and it was actually pretty rubbish. Um, well, the rain played a massive factor in that, didn't it? Yeah, it just, I, I, Exeter were... Doss did a great job. For 50 minutes, it was largely dross, to be completely honest with you. And um, the start, none of the star players really stood up, really. Um, but it was horrible conditions, really, really tough. There was some woeful kicking from both sides, especially in the first half. A lot of box kicking, wasn't there? A lot of, a lot of box kicking getting blown off the pitch. Um, but, but actually, Gloss did a great job. Exeter were strangely poor, uncohesive, ball going down, error strewn, very unusual performance from them. Yeah, it's two on the bounce now because they lost against Quinns the week before, yeah. didn't they? And obviously this again, um, Thorley... Oh. Again, we see more of him, how elusive he is. He he reminds me of James Simpson Daniel a lot because mm. he's got that that explosive power. He's not a big bloke. He's really No, he is big. Is he? Yeah, he's bigger than you think. Really? That's what I always thought. And then he walked past me on the way into the ground and I was like, he is a unit. I never knew. Really? He's a unit. Because he looks like he's got big legs. He looked like he was sort of a similar mould to Sinbad. Sinbad. No, Sinbad could fit in his pocket. He's honestly, wow. he's like your height, maybe a bit taller. I thought the same with Adam Beard when we saw Adam Beard, second row for the Ospreys and Wales. Yes, yeah, like, whoa. And he's much, much bigger than I thought. Great pace though from Cuthbert to get back and make that tackle. Cuthbert, you know I'm not allowed to say it's an interesting one. Cuthbert is a great example. Cuthbert is, as well as like Matt Kvesic, those guys, some of those, some other players down there, a great example of what a really productive sporting environment can do for somebody. He was really good at the weekend, I thought. He's been really good since he went there. It's easy to say, oh, clean slate, fresh start. No, no. Oh, that does com- help a lot, though. It, it, it yeah, refreshes the mind. And- yeah, but his confidence must have been shot when he got there. And that he is he is a proper player now. He looks really, really good. And the wheels to get back for Thorley were mega. But I think we mentioned that a while ago, that he'd be a great sign for someone like Exeter because yeah. he fits into their mould, really, of what they want from a winger. Yeah, he was really good. And Thorley, what, what I like about Thorley, and this is really basic chat. His quads. Quadzilla. Is that when I used to play prop and the ball got kicked over my head and the back three caught the ball and got hold of it or whatever. Yeah. It used to really bug me when fullbacks got the ball or wingers got the ball and they acted like, you know, like a like Steph Curry in the NBA, like looking around to assess their options all the time. The people chasing them down. I'm like, we're losing ground. You're giving us more work. Oh, massively. Me. Run, man. And Matt Perry used to say, boys, as soon as that ball comes over your head, I'll meet you at the halfway line. And Pez would get there. He would run through anything to get to the halfway line to make our jobs easier. And these boys who speculate, it just really annoys me. And he gets the ball and he goes. Yeah. And he is so And powerful. he bursts through tackles oh, as well man, because he powerful. runs his weight and he runs through the ball. Yeah. He's not sort of stepping before contact too much. He just he doesn't lose power when he steps. And he is, a, he is an outside bet for the World Cup, I'm telling you. I love that try by Armand, though. Yeah. Great, great decision-making What there. a try. He passes that. Banahan's gone the length of the field to score. Yeah. But yeah. keeps hold of it. 
Slade again. Rubbish though, Don Armour. Not good enough to play for England. That's the problem. Henry Slade though, he's found his position, I think. Definitely at 13. Yep. I think Oli Devoto as well has found a good bit of form. He's staying injury free. He's another guy, Tommy, who... He, lo- he looks kind of delicate, but he's not. He's a big thumper. Well, he scored last week with a real big, powerful run yeah. against Quinns. And I think we're seeing a lot more power to his game now. And that, mm. that big ball carry at 12 suits really Exeter. Because Chiefs have always been a little bit like, well, if we want power in the midfield, we'll pick Witten or Sam Hill. Yeah. But actually, with Devo- and Devoto's more, you're distributing 12 slash covers 13 and can probably cover 10 and 15 at a push. But actually, he's always been big and powerful, but he's using it a lot better. And what, what Chiefs seems to, seem to do is... They seem to coach players to use their power better. So when Matt Kvesic was at Worcester and Gloucester, he was a breakdown operator, solely a breakdown operator, if you ask me. Good bit of footwork every now and again, but not a punishing ball carrier. But it's not like he didn't have the power. Look at the arse and legs on him and the guns yep. on him. He's got the power and he now, at Chiefs, uses it. So that's got to be to do with the coaching. It is. And when you've got Steenson at 10, who's obviously a distributor, you've got another one at 13. Yep. So it doesn't really matter who you've got at 12. You obviously need a big ball carrier, but... Devoto, you're right, Devoto can do both. Yeah. He can carry and he can distribute and you see that a lot in the games. I also like Lorde comes off the bench in the back row. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a good sort of young player coming through, who's come through the academy there and I actually think he's, he's class. You, know, you look at that Gloucester pack, it's, it's a decent pack, isn't it? It's mm. really good. Love Willie Hines at nine as well. Really makes him tick. Quite a quiet game really, I suppose, from Cipriani. Conditions played a huge factor. Yeah, but they took him off with a little while to go as yeah, well. Yeah, Surprised me. I thought, but a, I thought he was actually going all right. A real decent win for Gloucester. And they've been going well so far this season. I watched a little bit of, well, when I say a little bit, 80 minutes, of Scarlets <laughs> v Ulster the weekend. Scarlets lost by one point, 24-25. They had so many opportunities to yeah. Scarlets, so, yeah. so many. And we've seen it a lot this season with them. It's it's that, that final pass, whatever the reasons be. And I think last year and the year before, you know, they've, they've played this wide game, they've played this offloading game, and they're still trying to play it. But for some reason, and I can't put my finger on it, it's just that that final offload or that final part isn't going to hand. You know, they're, they're creating opportunities, which is the pleasing thing, because you want teams to create opportunities. If a team wasn't creating opportunities, they wouldn't have, you know, that, that's when you'd worry. But it's, it's that last pass, I think, with them. And we saw that three or four times in the game. Yeah, and they, I- they, they probably should have won that game. I wonder... But Stockdale scores an amazing try. He, that guy. Well, first of all, Will Addison yes. was brilliant, I thought. and we He we, was great and, for sale. You and I have long thought he's an excellent player. And he is in, he's an international class player, even in Ireland, who are the that second best hits, team in the world. That angle he hits is, yeah. is brilliant. He's, he's, just, he's just a really tough, a clever player, but he's a tough athlete to play against because he's got such good movement. He's so quick and loads of skill. Everything a bit, a bit like playing against sort of. I remember playing against Ian Bolshaw, and it's particularly yeah. difficult because he could just make you look stupid. But what an asset to Ireland he is now as well, because yeah. he can play anywhere. You know what? Well, he can't play second row. So. Can't play. He might not be able to play ten, but 12, 13, 14, 15, Yeah, you'd feel comfortable with him in any of those slots. Yeah, and Stockdale is appears to be a bit of a freak. Doesn't yes, he? massively. That try he scored. You think he, that should have been defended? Really, they should have tackled in there, but. Clearly, a bit like Ollie Thorley, he is a lot harder to tackle than you think. And when you, I think when you get up close to him, he's actually a much bigger unit than you think because he's so quick and agile. You think, well, he can't be that heavy. But I think some of these guys shock you with actually the genetics of them now. Even us lot who yeah been around these guys forever, you now and again walk past. So we all know Matt Banahan's huge, you know, a big guy. But then you walk past someone like a Thorley who's a young up-and-coming winger who looks quick. You walk past him and you're like, holy moly, that is a big cat. But just with the Scarlets, I mean... 
they've got um, James Davis was back playing at seven. They've Will Boyd both good over the ball. They've lacked a, a six and a seven. Really, that is, I don't know, a top jackler. So someone that can steal ball because mm. the Scarlets are so good off the cuff. They're one, mm. honestly, they're one of the best teams off the cuff when it's free play, turnover, it's turnover ball, ball. But they've not really been getting many turnovers. So you know, a little bit disappointed with the Scarlets, but you know, there's plenty of time to bounce back for them. Yeah, it still, I still feels like a key because it's a key. It's, it's a home game. It's, it's a, a key home loss game. That. It's a home game. Yeah, you target your home games. You should target all games for one yeah. in the Heineken Challenge Cup, Champions Cup. You shouldn't be resting players because were you ever rested in Europe unless you were dropped? No, no. You put your best team out. That's your shop window because a lot, of, a lot of people watching TV and watching the Heineken. Champions Cup of the weekend won't have seen any Pro 14 might yeah. not have seen too much Gallagher Premiership and that's your shop window and you get judged on that you shouldn't be resting players I believe for for this window why bother, of why, why bother going hard out to qualify if you're going to rest players exactly um, Bath Leinster talk, talk to me about Flaggate Flaggate Did, was it you that cancelled it yeah yeah why I just this is this is when I say it's going to be controversial no it's not no one cares, but with well, the flags doused in petrol, the flags. I, I, I personally think, and this is a, this is an opinion. I think there's a good chance that the health, health and safety thing was absolute bollocks, and that it was a ploy to try and annoy them, try and make sure that it was all bath flags and bath colours, and turn it blue, black, and white instead of blue, black, and white and blue. Um, something like that. I just think a lot of rubbish. They didn't want Leinster fans and players to run out and see all the Leinster home support and yeah, make and it, it and it's more a load comfortable of, for them. Yeah, and I, I, I believe. And it's just a belief that I think and that it's a load of rubbish. There's no health and safety because flags are everywhere. And I, I just don't believe it. And if I'm wrong, then I'm, I'll happily, I'll gladly be wrong because it means my old club aren't doing stupid stuff like that. Because if it isn't wrong, then, and it's just a marketing ploy, it's someone's idea. I think it's pathetic, absolutely. And it's embarrassing. And, I, and I'm, it, it, do you know what? It's a weird thing. I love Bath. As you know, Tommy, it's my home. It's my home club and all that sort of stuff. It. I, it make if if someone made that decision in the club and said I want to just ban their flags, let's get into them, and someone said yeah, let's ban their supporters' flags. I'm glad they lost. If they didn't, and it's health and safety, I will hold my hands up and apologise. But you can't do stuff like that in rugby. That is not how it works. Treat people properly, be welcoming, and help them. You do well for fifteen hundred flags to catch fire in the pouring rain. Yeah, when there's no roof on no roof on after stands anyway. Just anyway, a far better performance than Bath. Puzzled. Struggling at 10, though, aren't they, at the moment? Wilson is at 10, doesn't always play 10, mostly plays 12, yeah. 13, more so. Yeah, Not and to it, get and mixed up with Willison. No, but he's, all, he's also 35 and playing rugby a bit in New Zealand and a bit in Bedford, and not, and he's not, you know, he's not what they want to be starting at 10. He's a good, good player, but he's not what they want to be starting at 10. And You can't throw that pass off a turnover line-out either. No, and because he's, he's not he's not a top-of-the-range 10, or we'd have known by now. You know, but you can see where what he's trying to do. He's trying to get the ball yeah. into 15's hands as soon as possible. And but no, no, matter how well, no matter how well Bath are playing, they did play so much better than the week before, so much better than the sale game, because that was terrible. They That was an awful performance, actually. But they... But Lama had probably another two or three seconds to yeah. time to take that. Yeah, and, as well, just, and that sort of effectively killed them off. Yeah, and it, it, yes, they played a lot better, but there was no pressure on them because everyone expected them to get humped. So it's kind of let's you know let's wait a little bit and see how they do consistently. It's not about the odd big game; we know that. It's a, and you, no matter you're watching it the whole time, and you're thinking Bath are bang up for this. They're knocking them around. A couple of the boys are having big games. You're like they're properly up for this. Nathan Cat outstanding, and it's just like 
Leinster are still going to win. Of course, because they look relaxed. And then you start to see the interception pass come and you see Sexton looking cooler and cooler. And you see him, you know, he's, he smashes about the place, but he's actually communicating with real clarity and people are nodding at what he's saying. And you think they are going to go away with this. It's a crap day. Not possible to score 50 points because Bath are up for it and the weather's rubbish and we're not yeah. bang on it. But we had, it never felt like Leinster weren't going to win that game, to be honest. But you know, Leinster have just been on fire. They're, they're always on fire, but the last two games they've played with... Kids. A mixed team. They've put 50 points yeah. on, I think it was the Dragons and possibly Cardiff. Um, so they're coming in with yeah. real confidence, but you're right, Johnny Sexton is just... What an operator. Yeah. And I love the... I love the um, there's been an article recently about Johnny Sexton saying that when Joe Schmidt first came in to, uh, for an interview about being an Irish coach, they brought a couple of players in to meet him, a couple of senior players, just to get their thoughts on him. And Johnny Sexton said that he thought Joe Schmidt was, was too nice, too kind a bloke to be head coach, and then realised that he's probably the most ruthless bloke he's ever met. Really? Yeah. He thought, he'd be, he, he thought his initial impression of Joe Schmidt was that he was too nice and too kind to yeah. be a head coach. I, I met Joe Schmidt at this but thing. It's once. nice that though, isn't it? I love you that. Know, I, I, to I, I say I met him, I was part of a conversation he was in, and it was around, you know, what's the most important thing? And he said, well, analysis, preparation, knowledge, research, all really important, but really it's about respect. And there are tough conversations to have as a head coach. So will I have them or will I leave them to someone else to have or will I bottle them? So what I did was I made sure the first few I had as a coach years ago, I made sure I confronted those myself, did them myself. And after that, it was easy. Now I don't find it difficult to tell people they're not playing or they're not good enough. Yeah. But as soon as you bottle the first two, game over. Never comes back, you know, and I was like, that is, it's so true. I saw Rob Howley was on TV in the stands at Wasps at the Rico. Howlers? Obviously, probably, definitely. Obviously. Watching uh, Thomas Young, hopefully. Yeah. A lot of people talking about Thomas Young. I mean, Thomas Young's an absolute rock star player. He's brilliant. Massively. I totally agree. But the only thing I will say is there's a lot of rock star sevens at the moment. Oh, yeah, exactly. And for him, he's just got to buy his time, really. Yeah, I mean, he's got to buy his time, but he's also got to probably play in Wales because if it's 50 50, he's not going to get picked. Possibly, possibly. But, I mean, we saw Toulouse, we saw um, Colby, how good he was against Bath, I think it was. Yeah, nightmare. Uh, a month or so ago. What? I mean, just runs through Sopoanga, two tackles, and what pace as well he's got. Mm. Powerful pace, really lateral, but, you know, when he runs, you know, you, big players are trying to tackle him and just bounce off him. Yeah. Because he's, it's a solid bloke. And, but he, and he hits he hits him so hard because he's moving so quickly, and he's not a little weakling. He's little, not at all, not at all. And yeah. you think, you see players like that, and you think, right, you know, I, I'm going to be able to dominate this contact. But when they hit you, they're so powerful. Yeah. And Mate, you saw that. James, Sim- James Daniel, Simpson Daniel, to be fair, Agreed. had massive legs. but And he was a big squatter and stuff, but not a big bloke. And used to hit Sinbad. And no ma- almost no matter how hard you hit Sinbad, you can't stop him. A bit without blowing smoke, a bit like you. But he, you're a much bigger bloke than him. But it's like some people you just have to accept. Yeah. That unless they are up in the air or catching the ball, man and ball, you're not going to knock them back. I totally agree Sinbad with you. Like that. Totally agree with you. Um, didn't help losing Nathan Hughes. No. Early on, no. Um, but do you know, I've, like Le Bourgeois, yeah. I really enjoy watching him play. Mm. I mean, I know he was on the losing team yesterday, but you know, he he makes a break and sets up one of the tries. Yeah. Or, but he's a proper player, isn't he? He's a proper player. Yeah. He's he's one of those hundred percenters. 
you know, that's not really going to let you down. Carries the ball really well. I also think he thinks about Hits it. Hits hard. And he communicates aggressively and he seems to tell the people exactly what he wants, which for a Premiership kind of rookie, I know he's played a lot in the Championship, but he's stepped up a level and he absolutely looks the part to me. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of missed tackles from Sopuaga. Lead to two tries, yeah, we, basically. We're yet, we're yet to quite. A couple of games he played. You've got man of the match. Was it at Newcastle? Where he looked just a bit, a little bit lightweight, relaxed. a little bit lightweight in the tackle area. Doesn't quite hit and stick. Yeah, see, he's no smaller than George Ford, but George Ford's a brave bloke, and he'll put his shoulder in and stick in there. Yeah, and you'll get trampled a bit, but he's a tough bloke. But it's not. Sopawanga, we haven't quite... He's looked very relaxed in some games. He does. He did make a lovely break later on in the game. Yeah, we haven't quite seen him come through yet, but there's still time. Willie LaRue took a while as well, let's not forget, at Wasps. Correct. No, I, I totally agree. It was only the Curtly Beal that really just inst- yeah, and, made an instant impact. Yeah, and there are some players who, you know, this is what I do, and yep. you can kind of do it anywhere, but when you're running the game for people and you've got there's a massive positional part to your game, you've got to react to other players in your area, like your other back three... I imagine it can be more difficult. Whereas if you sign a tight head prop and he's as strong as and he's as strong as you like, there's a good chance that when it comes to it, he'll still be. You know, I mean, he can do a job. A compliment away. to Sopoaga is that you know he does look like he's got time in the ball, and that yeah. that's a compliment because that means players aren't panicking. You know, to have time in the ball means you, more often than not you're picking the right decisions. You're not getting rushed. Yeah. Um, you're creating time for yourself, but, but also he, he does look like a classy player. But, yeah, and we and we kind of know he is, but also, but it's just whether or not he can repeatedly run games because someone like Cipriani, whom he's replaced, he's got time on the ball and he's got class, but he can also run games yes. and 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 create, you know, create sort of orchestrate victories in tough games, and we haven't seen that from Sopoanga yet. So I went down to Allens Park. I was covering the game for Flats and Shanks TV. And it was a great first half. Yeah. Very, very windy and cold. And it's an open stadium as well, isn't it, Allianz Park? So yeah. wind plays a huge right factor. Re- they did. Start off really well. Um, Wigglesworth scored the first try. I think it was a, uh, a break by Zalski. Just feeds it inside. Um, it's never nice. Again, try scored against you in the first couple of minutes. But they came back really well. Played with a lot of width. They had to play with width because they had... Uh, Gath Hanscom at 10. Jared Evans, who's a 10 at 12. How did he go? Um, he went all right in attack, but... Defensively? Defensively, it's different, isn't it? You have to be able to put shots on at 12. Yep. You have to be able to slow the ball down. Yep. Um, possibly not used to that aggressive defence, because at 10, you often get a lot of cover from your nine, from your back row. So yep. you might have to make the initial hit, and then the reinforcements come in. But at 12, you really have to hit players. Really banging and clanging and at stop 12, them. Yeah. Um, but Matthew Morgan scored a wonder try at 15. Yeah. Um, catches the ball, just ends up handing off who played nine for, ends up handing off Wigglesworth. Great try, but still defensively, still a bit of a weak link for me in the Blues. And I think I do think he's a really attacking player. But as a 15, okay, when you got, a decision to make. It's an easy decision for a ball player if a 15 just commits. It's just a two-on-one you give it. You have to be a little bit clever about how you're going to defend, you know, whether you you start shepherding them out a little bit. Make the attacker think. Don't just give them the easy option. And When Mike Brown comes in, boy. He just shoots up and he goes high a lot and I know he's a small bloke but, you know, if you go high, a small bloke goes high, then you're just going to carry on another 10 metres. You know, all, all these so, lads need to do is Google Matt Perry, Bath, videos, play. 
But That's all you need to do. It's easy. It was 18-13 of the Blues at, at half-time. Saracens get a kick, uh, three points just before half-time. But then so that second half, as soon as it starts, two quick tries from Saracens, then that was it. It was Red all, Rover. all you can eat, mate. Mako, Mako carving up. And, but the Blues wrestled a lot of players. There was injuries as well, but there can't be that serious injuries if players are going to be fit for the following week. You know, yeah. You're not talking three or four weeks out. You're talking probably soft tissue injuries mm-hmm. that... You know, you're the same as me. You shouldn't rest players for Europe. It might be a different, better game next week when Saracens go to Cardiff Blues, but I still don't agree with resting players in this shop window that we get. Um, just, we, I mean, we can't touch on all games because last night... We've got to be quick. But um, you watched a bit of racing... The, the, the racing game was fascinating. Russell, racing sort of struggled uh, to victory in the end, bonus point victory, but... It was a brilliant game. He scored a couple of lovely tries. Vakatawa, amazing try. Loads of power. Yes. Leicester looking defensively really suspect at times. Also looking reasonably potent in attack. Tua Lange played well. George Ford had some nice moments. Ellis Genge, Google it peeps, had one of the best ball carries ever. Just absolute monster. The baby rhino Nick Mullins calls him. Get out the way. Mine's on the bar. Yeah, it, was a, it was a mega carry. Would you have made Mick the Munch Skinner's Mick DVD? Munch, yeah. Get out the road, you mute. My pint's on the bar. And it, the stadium at Racing was just amazing. It looks phenomenal, mate. Phenomenal. A, you know, I think it was Nick Mullins again that said a, a glimpse at the future. That's the closest thing you get to being a rock star, I reckon. What, what a stadium to play rugby in. It was just fantastic. The moment I just loved was George Ford's intercept when it looks like it's a try for Racing. Yeah. Intercepts it. Kicks it all the way down the field. Great pace as well, mind. Yeah. And then quick throw in. And Leicester end up getting a bonus point. Yep. For four tries. Yeah, so actually there was loads to take from that. From and they were, cl- they 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 the were close, weren't juice. they, to, to actually doing a job out Yeah, in they Rassin. really were. And Racing were on really good form. But it's backs against the wall now for Leicester. Yeah. Massively. And hard teams, times for them. It is. There's a lot of pressure on the coaches, on the players. But that's often when you get the best out of people, isn't it? But well, you, want, you need to bottle that up. And somehow you need to have that emotional level every time you play. You see, I, which is a hard thing to do. I, I, of course that's true. But I also think you need to not rely on everyone being absolutely insanely motivated for every game because you, your systems need to be in place where the lads can actually, yes, of course you've got to be emotionally aroused, but you've got to, the system's got to be in place whereby you can actually turn up and rely on people to just be in the right place, make their tackles, get back into position because they still conceded 36 points. Yes, they can take a lot out of it, but they've been bonus pointed again by a great team, very good team, a potent attack, but... They're conceding a lot of points still week after week. So I think that's what needs to be addressed. David, I've loved you being on this pod. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you for your insight. And hopefully, you know, we'll see you soon. See you around like an orange. Cheers. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.